Welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 57. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the Scotsman himself, Russ Miller. Hello. Russ, long time no speak. How yeah, you doing, my I've been away for a couple of weeks, so... Are you are you well-rested and okay? That's I am well-rested, yeah. I am. So, about, yeah, was you've got to stop sending with... me Facebook messages because I don't use that. <laughs> I don't do you know what I need to just get your number and text you. I know I own, that's the only thing I use is favorite, and you're just like I'm the only like the old, I'm like an old person that still uses. I it need to check like, my Facebook messages because I haven't checked them in a while. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible. You was away first week. I can't remember where, but second week for work, right? Yes. Um, Anything spectacular that you can share? No, nothing. I'm at expecting all. it was like some big thing. No. 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 no, it was a training course about credit oh. cards. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, in those two weeks, have you had much time to play games? Yes, I have played a lot okay. of games because I took my Xbox with me. All right, well, we'll get into that in a second then. I might as well get the rigmarole out of the way and say this episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by Castly.co.uk. You know better than me. And MCFixer.co.uk. Um... If you want to get content early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Uh, audio is $3, video is $4 a month. Uh, just want to say, again, thank you to all the Patreon supporters for last month. Thank yous. Um, got some good feedback and stuff like that. So, happy, happy, happy. Um, also, join the My Xbox and Me Facebook group, which I need to give a big fucking shout out to Mr. Moody. Because the man must be killing himself. Must be killing himself, I tell you. So... See Sundays, he's now, so we've both, I work Sundays now, yeah. and you're busy all the time and stuff like that, so he's taken over See Sundays. Well, I'm not going to lie, right, Moody, when you listen to this, I'm very sorry, but I was right engrossed in Skyrim on Sunday night, I was like, yeah, I'm not playing Siege. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching live, he's watching live, I'm sure everywhere that pay. Um Yeah, no, for me it was a case of... Um, I was working, but it was so... Uh, I saw Moody put up a big post saying, thank you to everyone that played, etc., etc." And I saw some new faces in there, like Ben and a couple of others, just saying how welcome and Moody was to the community. And and for me, it's a strange, strange thing. And we had a little conversation. Yeah. But um, it's a strange thing when you create something and it isn't about me or you, or whoever the host is, it's about them. And it's really strange when you start something and it grows bigger than what you even think it would be. Well, Corey, we only know each other from being in a community together. Is that, no, very, very, very true. But I don't think of it like that because no. we've met. Yeah. And we know, it. I've we've been out drinking and yeah. stuff like that. And I know Moody personally now. We've been out drinking, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But it's still very strange for somebody else to... Oh, Fix is not there, so I'll take it upon myself to go and run this next thing. Yeah. And it's just really heartwarming and brilliant. So yeah. thank you very, very, very much, Mr. Moody, for all your hard work in the Facebook group. I don't know where I'd be without you. Um, also, join the My Xbox and Me uh, club, which is My Xbox and Me. Um, and last but not least, this here from our friend Mike Lynch. Damn it. Mike Lynch has sent a new ad read. But I haven't added it in the show notes this week. So you're getting the old one until next week. Also, just so everyone... I've been asked this a couple of times. They're asking, when are we taking time off for Christmas? We're not. Or I'm not personally, anyway. Um, you'll get another show on the 20th. And then another show on the 27th of December. No time off. I'm not missing any weeks. Just straight through. 
That's how we do it here. Anyway, this is from Mike Lynch. And he says, hi, I'm Mike Lynch. I play video games and review movies and Blu-rays. Think of me as a crossover between Voltron and the Transformers. Awesome and extremely mega. Yeah, right. Anyways, go subscribe at www.youtube.com slash M- uh, MC Fixer. Jeez, I'm too used to saying that. Slash Mike Lynch. Back to you, Fixer and Russ. Thank you very much, Mike Lynn, for all your support, as per usual. Um, Ross, what's been in your boss this week? What have you been playing? Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim, the new Ultimate Edition. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I can't okay. put it down. It's the third time I've done it, and I, I'm trying my hardest not to be a sneaky archer. But whatever okay. I do in that game, I end up being a sneaky, a sneaky archer, archer that throws fireballs. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, it looks good. It still plays good, and... It's a bit like, you know me in these big open world Bethesda yeah. games, I get right into them and yeah, I take them at my own pace. Like, I don't follow the beaten path. I just go off for a wonder and, you know, I'm talking about a game that's quite old here as if it's new, but it's captured my imagination again. I'm thinking, oh, this is good, you know. I'm playing it slightly different to the last time way I played it and, yeah, like, it's just a, it's just a fantastic game and it stood the test of time. Um, they never fixed any of the glitches, which I quite like. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's it's funny because I've played more of it again yeah. this week yeah. because I'm just sort of chipping away at it. I'm, uh-huh. I'm not very. Do you know what? I like the game. I've said this already on the last couple of few weeks. I like the game, but I feel like I've been spoiled on that game because I played a game like The Witcher. Yeah. Where unfortunately for me, I am playing it with expectations of that which this isn't The Witcher, which is unfortunate for the game because I feel like side quests are quite stupid on the game sometimes, where I felt like in Witcher, the side quests are amazing. And I feel like the world's very, very samey, like same textures and stuff like that, where I didn't get that with Witcher. But that's all on me. So I need to sort of take myself back to when this was released, I think 2010? Not Is sure. Right? I, I don't really don't know when it was released. I think it might be 2010. I might be yeah. wrong. Um, 2000. I'm sure. Something like that. 2010, 2011. I think if I'm right. Um, and then be like, this is what the game is there. But yeah, uh, I'm glad you're having fun with it. I'm glad oh you're yeah, like yeah, been playing that. Um, I'm just trying to think if I played anything else. Played some more Rocket League. I was gonna say, I see you playing Rocket League, and I see you playing Drawful. Yeah, they're I the play two games that I see you playing. Uh, I do like Drawful. It's four quid. Like yeah. for Drawful, like, you know, I've got my money's worth out of that as well. Um, yeah, it's, I'm enjoying games again. I've, uh, just when you're talking about The Witcher, I was going to start mm-hmm. Blood and Wine this week as well. Because I haven't. Nice. But I don't know if I could get space for playing The Witcher and... I would just do one at a time, yeah. personally. Um, personally. But, but yeah, uh, other than that, I, tr- I played a few games of FIFA. I don't like FIFA this year. I've decided I really don't like it. I don't think it's I don't like it. It's I think I didn't put enough time into it. Yeah, like my team's good. Like I've got probably a, yeah, like my ultimate team. That's all I ever play. I only yeah. ever play ultimate team. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know my team. I've got a really really good team because I packed a couple of good players this year and ended up selling them like a inform Abiyang. Um, yeah, that was like four hundred k right there. Do you know what I mean? So you end up building a good team Bastards. and then. I'm just like, well, for me to get the next best player up, right, it would be like to swap Costa for Aguero. Right? Yeah. You're looking at another 300,000. So yeah, either do I buy ridiculous. packs or do I keep Save on up. plugging away or do I, you know what I mean? And, or, uh, what do you do? And I'm just like, I can't be bothered. 
I can't. I don't even I hear care you. what division I'm in. Yeah, um, I hear you. I hear you. And there's just too many variations of cards and games now. And I totally agree with you on that mm-hmm. state of like, there's too many variations of cards. I liked him where it was just normal card, black card. Yeah, done. And the well, team of the season blue card that came out like after was, the season had finished. Yeah, once the season's yeah. over, yeah. not midway through. Yeah. Um, what have I been? I've been played a bit of FIFA. I've been playing FIFA with um Dan. Part mm-hmm. of the community, the my Xbox Me community, and we've been playing clubs. Ah. So me, him, um, loyalty from the kind of funny community, uh, my friend Bud, few of us. We're, so we're trying to get a club together again. So if you're into FIFA, hit me up xob space fixer. Always looking for a good good couple of players to play FIFA clubs with. Mm-hmm. But that's the only mode I really care for anymore. Is clubs? Yeah. Um. What else have I played? Did I tell you? I don't know if I said this on. Um, the last couple of weeks episodes that I played inside and finished it. Oh. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know you wouldn't have liked the ending. I hated the ending. Absolutely hated the ending. You know me way too well. <laughs> I, I love I really enjoyed the game. I streamed it all the way through because it's not too long a game. And I find that I don't like getting stuck in those type of games. Like if I get stuck, I get angry. And I get frustrated, and I don't find that fun. And yeah. there was a few moments that I got stuck, and my chat was just giving me hints, which was nice. So they didn't tell me exactly what I needed to do, but they gave me hints when they saw me getting frustrated, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, the puzzle, there's a eureka moment. I've talked about this before, but in the, that game, there is a very definite eureka moment where you know what you have to do. Very true. Um, and when you very get that, true. when you get that, it's a, it's a nice feeling. Uh, I loved the game. I thought artistically and it, it was stunning. 100%. I thought the tone, everything that it set was was really, really well done. Very Norsk, very, you know, very dark. And yeah. The deaths are horrible. The same as Limbo. The deaths yeah. are absolutely horrible. And Very then true. scary little girls under oceans. And then... <laughs> that bitch, bro. That bitch. One single one. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and then... You get to the end and you're a bit like, right, so it's going to be another Wimble situation where they're going to go, what the... That's that's all that they're going for. And the way... The way I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Yeah. I'm not... No spoilers. But did you like the ending? I I did when I sort of figured it out, but there's also an alternate ending, so... I've heard. I yeah. can't be bothered. Honestly, I can't be bothered. I am... I, that's my playthrough. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed the game. You'll find out if it was Game of the Year very, very, very soon. I think that's going to be first week of January. Right, okay. I think, what do you think about that? Hat we can have this discussion on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Help me out here. Um, I think in first week of January is probably the smart place yeah, to do but it. There's no point. We've been saying it for weeks, so. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking what we might do the last week in December is the worst games we've played this year. <laughs> Which, yeah? yeah? Mm hmm. All right, cool. I'm glad you agree. Um, what else are we in plan? I'm trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. Uh, more Rainbow Six Siege. I've uh, touched it. Oh, mate, I'm. I've I've just figured out my headset and I've turned them up a little bit more. So now I'm. I'm even better. I mean, so I've been watching a lot of Alfredo playing, and I'm like, damn, this guy's good. Obviously, he's good. But I'm thinking, how do I get better? And he was like, oh, use barbed wire, because then when you when someone walks over it's sand and stuff like that, I'm like, I know that. So I'm playing, trying it, can't hear it properly. Turn it up maybe like two decimals. Oh, my God. 
I'm the best. I went like 14 and 2 the other day. I got two aces in two games straight off. I was. What's an ace? Oh. Is that where you kill the whole other team? Aces, yeah, all five. Remember, members. See, yeah, that's yeah. my issue. Is remember when we were playing, I'd done that. I remember when you'd done that one round and then died like yes, five times same. in a row. Yeah, so I, I'm never going to peak better than that. No. True. True. <laughs> you can't get better than that. I've killed all my entire team. You would just you just drop your controller. I'm done. Walk off. I'm out of it. This, um, is, this is worth the game I bought twice. Digital Wild. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I love, love, love Siege. Love, love, love Siege. Um, last, I'm playing a bit more Dead Rising because I'm still grinding out achievements. Did you get Dead Rising at all? No, I don't, I've my back catalog's too big that I I didn't pick it up. It is, as you know, I'm not a huge Dead Rising fan in the sense I wasn't anticipating it. I know yeah. it's meant to be a fantastic game. I've enjoyed them when I've got them six months after release when I've paid played. Um, That's a, I think now playing more of this game because yeah. people probably heard my review last week. I would say wait for this one to go on sale. This is definitely a thirty pound game mm-hmm. for me perfect perfect price point there 30 pound 40 to 50 is a bit too much personally what is that a bit but, too um, steep oh we're not talking about that game anymore <laughs> i played that joe you know what went back and played that a little bit more no thank you we're not going to talk about it i'm all good i'm all good um and what else what else what else what else i think that's it i think that's all that's been in my box this week um I'm going to start Final Fantasy 15 straight after this. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, straight after this, I've had it from day one. Uh-huh. And I was just sitting there like, do I want to jump in? Do I want to jump in? Do I want to jump in? And today is the day I am going to jump into Final Fantasy 15. So you will see my journey straight after this show if you're watching live. Do you want to get into the news, Ross? Yeah. Cool. First news story we have here is Dead Rising 4. Mm-hmm. Charts at number five. Uh, it should be noted that these sales are only taken from the UK release and do not include digitals. So, number one was Call of Duty, number two was FIFA, number three, Battlefield 1, number four, Final Fantasy 15, number five, Dead Rising 4, number six, Watch Dogs 2, number seven, The Last Guardian, number eight, Pokemon Sun, uh, nine, Skyrim, and ten, Moon. So, why did I put this story here? To say... What does this say? To me, this says Dead Rising sold okay. Xbox exclusive, as we all know, Sunset Overdrive. Um, these type of games don't usually sell amazing. But, number five, what does that say to you, Russ? It says it's coming up to Christmas, and although it's a new release, the big performers are going to do better. So... I still think this release at the perfect time, though, for the game that it is. Obviously, it's based around Christmas, etc., etc. The same but week as Final Fantasy? Fi- it's two different audiences, I know. though. I went for Dead Rising over Final Fantasy. Yeah. So, it's very two different audiences for me. Um, the, the bigger question here is, do exclusives matter? A game yes. like The Last Guardian, which... One minute, let me just take my whole spill first. Um... A game like The Last Guardian, which is a PlayStation exclusive, which has been in the cooker for 10 years plus or whatever, sells in the UK at number 7. Dead Rising 4 sells at number 5. Do exclusives matter financially? Let me finish the question. So, for me personally, obviously, exclusives matter. We need exclusives because that's what 
that's what makes our shiny toy box any good. You buy both of them, so you have exclusive games. That's why you do it. But what the question I really want to pose is, do exclusives need to sell well or just make their money back? For me, I would say exclusives just need to make their money back. Because that way it still pushes hardware. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Is Dead Rising 4 a console seller? Is The Last Guardian a console seller? Do you know anyone that, that bought The Last Guard, like bought a PS4 for The Last Guardian or upgraded to Pro for The Last Guardian? Like, I, I still get down to the fact is, yes, you'll buy it for exclusives. I still think Gears or Uncharted would have been more of a console seller this year than what both of those games are. Of and I course. think that's reflective in the time that they were out. It was post-Big Sale Day, you know, with Black Friday. You know, it's it's one of those things, yet they do not sell games to lose money. Because no. what you've got to remember is Dead Rising 4 is not a Microsoft-owned studio that, pu- that released that. Microsoft published. Published. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Capcom owned. Yes. So Capcom are not going to release something just to break even. No. I totally... No, no, no. I, I, yeah. Okay. Maybe Dead Rising is a bad example then yeah. for the argument I'm trying to set here. Yeah. But what... And it's a timed exclusive as well. You have yeah. to remember. It's going to be out on PlayStation in a year's time. Um, what I mean is a game like, I suppose, Forza Horizon. Yeah. Is it about making money on Forza Horizon or is it about pushing hardware? I play again, that's the funny thing. I have played Forza Horizon uh free. You haven't played I like I have, I have, yeah, I have. I played it's a great it this game. week, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. I think Kevin Kevin messed me up there. Because he hyped it up so much that he was gonna play it with me, and now I'm playing it alone, I'm not having as much fun. Yeah. I know what you mean. Do you understand? Because I was going in, like, me, uh, Foxes, um, Kevin, we were all like, yeah, we're going to buy it, we're going to buy it. Like, I remember when Foxes first bought his Xbox, he was like, oh, I don't know whether to buy this game, like, etc., etc. And I bought it, I've got it, and I'm just like, hmm, it's a racing game. It's a very, very pretty and very good racing game, but it's a racing game. So I go in, I do a race, and then I jump back out again. It doesn't hold my attention. Maybe because I'm not a racing guy, per se, but if there was all of us together racing, I'm smashing into people, I feel like that would have held my attention. Have you tried longer. online on it? No, I haven't yet. Jump online. Yeah. And then go back to the single player and see what you think after that. All right. Thank you for it's the advice. Ve- it's got very, very good online that will up your skill levels as well because you're, you're dealing with drivers that are a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. So you're watching yourself a little bit more. It's not just break to the perfect level and turn the corner. It's, it's adjusting for changes in other drivers and... It really, really ups your skill level a little bit. Okay. So, yeah, try, try that and then go back and do it. Because I, I will give them every bit of credit where it is. Because you said it is a stunning game. I, oh, 100%. I didn't think the game was as good as the first one, but that's just because the first one was so different to other racing games at the time. Yeah. Plus, also, in the first game, there's a uh, the character Darius Flint that you're consistently trying to beat. And this okay. one, you're already the top dog when you join. You're the fe- you're the festival manager, the yeah. setting the music and yeah. So you know, I don't feel Fair as enough. if I'm aiming for the same. I'm not starting from the bottom and working my way up, which I quite like. That's why I like Skyrim. You start as a nothing and you work your way right up. Have you heard of that Drake song? Started from the bottom, now we're here. No. Man, you're so old. Who's Drake? Um, Who's Drake? Back-, <laughs> back to my question. Anyway, of do exclusives matter? Yes. Okay. 
For Why? both reasons, because they can turn a profit and they sell consoles. Both the reasons. How many exclusives do you think will have made a loss? Well, Sunset Overdrive must have made a loss. Mm. Um, it didn't sell... It sold like 300,000 copies over here. Yeah, well, fair enough. I don't think it would have made a loss, though. Even games with gold... I really hope not. Yeah. I really... And I loved... You know, I know you didn't like the game, but I love Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. I yeah. really wish we was getting another one, but I just don't see it happening. Um. Yeah... I know what you mean. Um, like, when a game goes on to games with gold as well, though, they get money for every time someone downloads it from Microsoft. I'm not sure if they pay it up from fee or how many yeah, times well, it's Yeah, I'm not sure how it, how, it, yeah. how it works out either exactly, but, you know, that, that could have made up some of their money as well, but just to say, but... Um, plus also to make it an exclusive Microsoft would have given them a big chunk of change to make that of game, course. so... Yeah. You know, no one can argue about that. Like, um, although on the same token, this week... You know, Rise developers, Crytek. That is... Do you know what? There's a lot going on with... I haven't got the, the news story in here. Obviously, there's a lot going on at uh, Crytek. They yeah. apparently haven't paid their employees for six months. Um, et cetera, et cetera. They've got no money, apparently. Yeah. So, as much as I'm upset about all this, of course, and my thoughts go out to uh, any developer who's not being paid, I couldn't imagine not being paid by my work for a week. I get paid on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. If they didn't pay me, I know what I'm like. Or if my pay's wrong, I'm like, yo, where's my money? Where's my money? So not being paid for six months, my heart goes out to you. And I hope you all find new jobs and everything's okay with everyone. But saying all that, does this mean Microsoft swoop in, buy Rise, the franchise, and we get a Rise 2? You could see that happening. I'm, I'm just trying to make positives for Crytek out here because I would love a Rise 2. Like, what, they made Homefront as well, didn't they? Yeah, which was a bad game. And which it didn't sell well. Game. And, like, you can understand why they're having financial problems then. Because <laughs> they made that game. <laughs> well, if, you know, you can understand what I mean from a business point of view is if you're releasing essentially a bugged game that supposedly hasn't been through the proper QA procedures that you would expect off of a, a double A, as I call them, release, yeah. then, you know, you, you know you're going to have problems. That's people looking for a quick hit of cash, no matter that. That's not a long-term planning business model. It's yeah. not like um, a Rare, for example, that can sit on IP for years and not release them on the basis that they, they have enough money in a vault or Nintendo that can sit and do that. Or, of course. You know, you, you can... They are looking no restraint. for the quick money. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know. they've got no restraint to hold the game for the best of the game. Yeah. And letting the game speak for itself, it's about making money. It's a revenue. Off. So if you if you think we don't have enough money to pay the rent, and the electricity next month, we've got to release this now. Then or yeah, we got to release sucks. it quicker. Then you release shortcuts. So no, I'm at no point saying that is what's happened. No, that, of course not. For me, would make business sense that that is a company which is struggling. Now, to sell an IP like Rise could possibly raise funds. I would be really happy. Would you, you not know, love a Rise too? Of course I would. The Rise is a great game. Games we go for January it. confirmed as well. So, um, No, it's not. What? No, it's not. Yeah, that and Pool Nation FX. <laughs> you almost had me you almost had me I've been waiting for that game to go games with Gold as well. <laughs> well do you know what let's go on to the next news story uh, a little game called For Honor ever heard of it I've 
played. Can you was the that beta? A, was that an open beta? Was that? Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. Um, yeah. Just, just thinking. Can I say that I played it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Kudos to Ubisoft for trying new things. Yeah, I'm not getting that game. Okay. Well, it's not about you getting it. For on the single player requires a consistent internet connection. Um, sorry, excuse me. A Ubisoft repetitive. Uh, I don't know what I'm going on about. Jesus Christ. Representative has reportedly confirmed to a user on NeoGAF that a single-player portion of For Honor will require an online connection. Uh, NeoGAF user GameZone has shared an image of a private message he received on the game's forums regarding rumours over For Honor's single-player campaign. And the quote is, uh, We can confirm that For Honor is an always-online experience, replied UB Jurassic. That's a cool name. Uh, who is listed as a community representative uh, on for Ubisoft. Um, some elements of progression which, uh, which is hosted online are shared across the story and multiplayer modes. Players will need to be connected to an internet connection at all times to play for honor. What do you make of this, Mr. Miller? I don't care. <sighs> you, you'd... Help me out here. No, wait, I mean as in the sense that you own a console that works on the basis that it is con- consistently connected to the internet. Okay. My wife's father is a huge gamer. He doesn't have okay. an Xbox One. He doesn't have a PS4. He's stuck with his 360 because of the fact that he can't Always be bothered online. getting the internet in. And he uh, can't be bothered getting the latest updates or downloading patches for games or anything yeah. else. In this day and age where people do not trust the content that's on a disc... They need a yeah. day one patch. Could you really imagine a game that was offline consistently? I can't imagine. Look, I am my internet goes down for two minutes, and I'm having a fucking nervous breakdown. Yeah, I am terrible. I never thought I would be so wrapped up with internet in my life. It's ridiculous. So, okay. It, so, for for your perspective, what do you make of this though? For me, I think this is stupid. Online single player needs to be able to play offline. I get the whole sharing currency or whatever experience. Is there not a way to just have that in the back end where you log back on and it updates? Who's to say there's not a section in the game that you you link up with other people in the single player experience? That's not single player then. Uh, Yeah, no, but but who's to say... I understand that, but who's to say you can't have a shared single-player and multiplayer world that all come into one? And maybe there is an off-switch that you don't get that, or if there's no one online, you'll play that bit by yourself. But, you know, these... It needs to maybe just say there is that, then people will understand. Or if it's not, then explain it. But you have to be connected to internet to unlock achievements. I know. Makes me sad. Why? That used to be our favourite thing to do. When when my internet went down, I would just be like, "Cool, it's all right. I'll just work through achievements." Yeah, but you can no, but you you still unlock them. It just when you I reconnect, it, it brings I, them all up. But you know that way, like it doesn't register until you do it. It's an. I don't think this is even an issue. You know that way. It's like Fair one enough. of them stories that that I just think there's not a lot happened this week. Hey, hey, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to tell me that I am just picking news stories off the internet and making them things because we have no news this week? What what, what website did you get it from? Uh, That doesn't matter. I don't need to disclose that information. (laughs) I got it from from (laughs) classly.co.uk. That's got nothing on it, so don't worry about that. All right, next news story. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 DLC delayed until multiplayer patches. Perfect, well Uh, done. Shut up. (laughs) 
Shut up. Watch Dogs 2, Ross. A game you played yet? No, not yet. That's on my Christmas I've... list. In fact, that's what I need to do is I need to add that to my Christmas list, my uncle, because I still haven't decided. He buys my game you, every Christmas. You said that like three weeks ago that you was going to do that. Was that for Watch Dogs? I said I couldn't remember yeah. what game it was. Right, I need to tell him that that's what it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got an Amazon wish list and he keeps on yeah, going, what you, you said, and I was like, yeah. oh, I was meant to add something to it and I can't remember what it was. And he isn't biting with like the other stuff. That's on there, so, so. <laughs> I uh, still have Watch Dogs 2 sitting right here. You could just send me it for the um, PS4. <laughs> will you play it? On the PS4, though. <laughs> I'll send, bruv, I'll send you this. You can have it. I'm not going to... No, no, I'll have to no, borrow no. a PS4 from someone. <laughs> you got a PS4. Shut up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't know what you're... I don't know what you're talking about, PS4s and uh... <laughs> um, Yeah, anyway, I still haven't played Watch Dogs 2. Um, I am still... I'm going to get on the Xbox and maybe try it out because I've heard good things. But uh, the patch... Uh, DLC is delayed. Uh, T-Bone content bundle for Watch Dogs 2 will now launch on December... Sorry, December 22nd instead of December... No. Yeah. Let me start that again. I apologise. Watch Dogs 2 will now launch on December 22nd. Uh, in um, the UK and America, December 26th in Japan for PS4 and January 24th for Xbox One and PC users, Ubisoft announced. The first round of DLC was originally set to launch the 13th of December for PS4, but has been pushed back due to additional development resources needed stabilizing the game, seamless multiplayer functionalities and other core features according to a post on Ubisoft's official website. So, if you're waiting for that DLC, you need to wait a bit longer. Again, that is January 24th for Xbox and PC users. You know, some, I, I just want to rein in here and talk about Ubisoft. Ubisoft have impressed me this year. You, yo, let me, t- okay, there's a lot of reasons why they've impressed me. Number one, mm-hmm. they're getting my review copies out to me. So, <laughs> shout out to Ubisoft for getting me, that doesn't mean anything, let's be honest. But, <laughs> shout out to them for getting them to me. I was still shit all over steep though, because it's a bad game. Anyway. Um, they are trying. Ubis- I like the, I like, yeah, they're absolutely pissed off at me now. Nah, I'm in trouble. Uh, no, uh, they're doing a really great job. Um... DLC-wise, I feel like they communicate to their audience good. I just feel like they, they're doing it right. They're doing it right. They do- Wait, I, I almost sort of see Steep as being a tech test for another game. Yeah, for a decent snowboarding game, please. No, 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 no not necessarily a snowboarding game, but I just mean as in everything that Ubisoft do, they take parts of and add it into future games, and they're building towards something big. I like Ubisoft games. I can come out and say that. And and I can go on record as saying this perfectly of the case of I I do like Ubisoft the way they handle their business. And that to me says a lot about a company and I trust companies like that. Again, I'll give a shout out to EA this year as well. Um finally we've got Star Wars coming to EA Access. I love EA Access as a platform. Just if you communicate well to me, the customer, I will have your back. Yeah. I will be there. I will spend money. I will trust you. And I feel like Ubisoft and EA have done a great job of that this year, for me personally. 
They did a great job of um, EA Play in London this year that I was lucky enough to go to. Um, they've communicated. They're just easy to communicate with. There's a lot of companies out there in this industry that I reach out to personally for review copies or other things as such, like events and stuff like that, and just get ignored. At least with EA, I was told, you need this amount of subscribers, this amount of this, 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 this. They communicated. Yeah. And they deserve... Um, being congratulated for that personally. Fair, are you vaping? Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, next news story: Doom free update brings bots, new multiplayer mode, and more. Doom's next free update is out today and brings bots, which I'm guessing wasn't in the game, a new multiplayer mode and ex and extends. Sorry, extends the level cap. Bethesda announced. Doom multiplayer, anything to you, Ross? Um, I didn't get into it too much. It's an FPS. I'm 32 and I'm, I struggle. Um, Your Twitch skills are not that good anymore. <laughs> no, it's not. It's like, I'm, why am I dead? I don't think you turned the game on yet. <laughs> um, no, like, I've not even turned the Xbox on yet. I'm already dead. <laughs> um, I did go 16 and 1 in Titanfall. But uh, and then I was rotten after that. Um, weird. I have. That's a, I totally forgot I own that game. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably play that more. Go on, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm totally off the track. I I love the Doom single player. I didn't play much of the multiplayer, if I'm honest with you. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just think so there's so many single... big single player games that. So many games this have year. You ever, mate. Have you ever sat in your own deck? Yeah, it goes numb. I just done that there. Oh, it hurts. It just that hurt. hurts. I, I sat up a bit that... and it went under me, it tucked under me, and I oh, sat back down. Oh, no. That really hurts. That <sighs> really, really hurts. I'm sorry. I'm it's really, really sorry podcast about worthy this. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, next news story I will say is Sea of Thieves announces alpha playtest. If you're trying to get into this already too late, um, people mm. will, a thousand people will be selected by uh, Rare. And will be selected to play on the 16th of December. Mm. Um, everything that you say will be NDA'd. So I won't be participating in this. Because then I can't talk about it. And then what's really the point? I like to stream everything and talk about everything. So I don't want to break my ties with Rare before I even have them. So, yeah. We'll shout out to Emma and the rest of the team at Area. And they've done a brilliant thing. Which was very, very forward thinking. And someone that works in... Uh, a relevant social media industry and, and do questionnaires and all the rest of it. One of their questions for the application for that was not, what sex are you? It was, what okay. gender do you feel that you align with? Oh, you said this last week. The last yeah, time oh, I was on. When you was on last, yeah. yeah. I, I'm really, that I, is I still, like, no other company I know of have, have asked questions like that. Maybe maybe Mondo Banker. Um, but something like that is unbelievable and really really forward thinking it goes a long way yeah and again that sort of thing sticks with you oh you you you, you you've mentioned it now twice on the podcast yeah that stuck with you it yeah. meant something well I actually messaged Emma saying well done for that question <laughs> like I, I messaged so for those who don't know who Emma yeah. is I've met Emma who is Emma what does she do at Red? Um she's head of social media I think for, for okay Rare. Um, I don't know the exact title. Um, I just wanted to give context to who. If you see tweets from Sea of Thieves or Rare, it's generally her. 
Uh, and last but not least, a game that I have played, and most of us EGX did, uh, Playtonic tweets out, hashtag ukulele will release on April 11th, 2017. Pre-order on consoles or PC, now to unlock uh, the instant toy box demo. Uh, ukulele, great game uh, yeah. from what I played, enjoyed it. Bringing back the platforming, collectible games, cool, I'm in. I know, I know the missus is going to love playing that, so... Cool, I can't wait to talk about it more. And I have a quite a good relationship with Team Tonight. Can't wait so. to play it on Wii U. Oh yeah, cancelled on Wii U. I didn't feel oh, I, I, I needed to say that on this, uh, this Xbox podcast, but yeah, cancelled on Wii U. But that was a perfect Wii U game, what? <laughs> I'm sure it's coming to an X, you would have thought. Um, games with gold this month. December 26th game with gold. Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition. Throughout the whole of December, you can get Outlast, which I'm still really pissed off that Mr. Moody bought for me. Available from the 16th of December till January 15th. A great game called Burnout Paradise is also available from December 16th until December 31st. And a little game that I've never played but I heard good things about, Outland. Available from the 1st of December till the 15th, which if you're, hearing, if, you're hearing, <laughs> if you're hearing this on the, on the 16th, you missed it so too bad haha <laughs> losers Ross Fix's sack is big and bulgy this week would you like to take the first email yeah two minutes no you don't want you haven't got your notes up have you no um, I do have my notes up right now oh liar I do Look, you can Hello? see the liars if, if you're listening to the audio you can't see Ross's face right now but the lies the lies coming out of his face you can just tell what hello the my xbox me family and you see my hands there i hope everyone is having a great week first of all i'd like to say a huge thank you to everyone who joined me for siege sunday it was so much fun and i can hope we can get more people next time my question is simple much like fixer should Ooh. xbox have an xbox experience and if they were to have one what would it look like keep keep kicking ass and playing games guys your friend. It didn't say that part. About <laughs> a liar. I your just checked. <laughs> your friend, fan, lover, Mr. Moody. Hey, Mr. Moody, again, congratulations and thank you so much for all your hard work. So, should Xbox have a Xbox experience? Well, I tweeted at Phil Spencer saying, when are we going to get a um, Xbox experience? So, if the question's should they have one, 100% yes. A hundred percent. I think this is. They do have this one. This is a that that Microsoft event thing. Don't count. What? There's two a year. There's one at Gamescom and there's one at E3, and it's big. No, that's the that's not that's not this. That's I not know what you're this. talking that's, about. A live publicized. That's a fan fest, like not public, not streamed, not PlayStation experience for me now is such a feel good, amazing moment for PlayStation gamers. It's go to this event and go see... I don't know how many people they fit in the convention centre, but go see, let's say, 10,000 of your friends, who people you can relate to because they all love the same thing you love. What? We need something like that for Xbox. 100%. I did put on Twitter that um, I would love this, and then someone replied back to me, but they don't have the IP, which I totally disagree with. Yeah, 100%. I totally, totally disagree with. If if they were not being funny, look at what PlayStation sold, sh uh, showed this year. They showed a lot of stuff that's not going to be out for a while. So, 
as long as you sprinkle in a little bit of that pixie dust and give them some pe- the stuff people want. So some for, if they say we're booking it this year, it'd be some Cuphead, um, some Below, some... How do you know that what, game? I, <laughs> I just remember I forgot that game existed. <laughs> do you remember when I used to get Below and Inside mixed up? Yeah. And now Inside's out and Below isn't. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I made that funny without even trying. Um, so, Ross, what's your thoughts on this? Should Xbox have a um, Xbox experience? Right, uh, yes and no. Yes, if they'd done it, then would it take something away from somewhere else? At the moment, they have their American fans are treated to E3 and their European fans are treated at Gamescom. And that is a core audiences, essentially, right? Uh, yeah, yeah if, if you were doing it then you've got to release these next year yes we could see a few that we are going to see that all year yes we've got Crackdown yes we've got Scalebound I personally don't think that's strong enough to do it with a big event but if that was lined up with a Halo trailer yeah or and some of the indie stuff some yeah, idea oh, yeah. Xbox bits yeah, 100%, like, 100% for yeah. me a game like Manuel Samuel yeah. Which come out, and don't get me wrong, it doesn't. It just needs to be part of that sizzle reel. That's all it needs is to be part of that sizzle reel. Um, Mr. Moody reminds us in the chat this week and says, uh, "But they weren't at Gamescom this year, Ross." They, they true, had they it? had an event though. So you had Major Nelson, but, Aaron Greenberg, um, Easy Bongos on stage. They were playing stuff. They gave all they gave all their fans out free controllers. Um, it's not the same though, Ross. I know it really, what you mean. It's I not get, a media I get event. What you're saying. It's not an it immediate event. It needs to be... It needs to hit us. It needs to get to us. It's all well and good being there because I've been at these shows when they give out free stuff. It's like, look under your chair. Oh my God, it's a... Whatever. No, I need... I want it streamed so I can sit here. You can sit there. We can live react this bitch. Do you know what I mean? We need something for us, I think. Yeah, I just don't want it taken away from from something else. I just don't want something else being weaker as a result. Um, We've got Scorpio this year so why don't you tie it in with Scorpio and say this is the Scorpio event and it will show the launch titles plus previously released and then finish it on a Last of Us 2 moment with another Halo or something else whoa 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 that's not look I do not (laughs) want anybody coming at us so I'm going to cover our backs here a Halo announcement isn't the same as the Last of Us 2 at that. Well, no, no one will say anything to me about how good Naughty Dog are. I love Naughty Dog. I think what everything they turn out is really, really good. The Last of Us 2, everyone knew it was in development. Everyone knew it was coming. Yeah. It was a very, very special moment. In fact, I watched the trailer with the fan reaction, then without, and I probably enjoyed it more with the fan reaction. Fan reaction, Because yeah. that added so much to it, um, just when you've seen the logo. And, yeah... Xbox, I think, yeah. with their IP, have been very strong the last couple of years. Yeah. I think next year might be PlayStations. We'll wait and see. Two. And just with their IP, if, you, if you're if you weighing it up right now, the IP that they have, the their PlayStation event. But sorry, just to take this back a little bit, you, you were saying to me, oh, we need to go to this event where it's all like-minded fans. These events after E3 and uh, are all these like-minded fans. <sighs> No, no, no. I, I, to- I don't disagree with you there. What I mean by that, though, is it's not just about the people that are sitting there at Sony. No. In that hole. It's not just about them. It gets everybody hyped. I go on Twitter, placed, even Xbox fans are tweeting about PSX. 
Do you know what I mean? And I, look, I went and bought a PlayStation 4, one of my own. I had one that I was using, but I was sharing. I went and bought one of my own because they announced stuff that got me hyped. So if it can do that to me on the PlayStation side, yeah. surely that can do it to a PlayStation fan on the Xbox side. Yeah, that is very, very true. Especially when you get a new console to release. That's Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Like, if I was doing it, I would do it for the Scorpio. Rather, so you won't do it as a month. You won't do it as a yearly thing. You just do it for school. But you can gauge the reaction, so you can have a live event with the Scorpio and showing mm -hmm. games coming are coming out of the lease of the Scorpio, and then I said tie yeah. it in with a big trailer, do your giveaways, live stream it so people can see it. But yeah. then, do they take away what they announce at E three? Do you? It's, it's really really hard to juggle you need to have enough new content that it's not been regurgitated to be able to fill two or maybe three shows if they decided to do Gamescom this year and that is yeah. a hard thing to fill and I think when people talk about seeing the same thing over and over and over again you know, Sony, yeah, oversaturation so, right so The Last of Us 2 would have had a bigger audience if it had been at E3 next year 100% a much bigger audience right 100%. When they released that was a very, very funny time to release it. Unless... But it's for the gamers. That's why. It's for us. It's not for everybody else. It's for gamers. Do I suppose I mean? it, made, it made you go out and buy a PS4. So I suppose maybe that event. Oh, that's coming. I'm going to buy a Pro right now. Is that... Yeah. I, everyone keeps shouting at me on the PlayStation. Like, why didn't you buy a Pro? Ugh. I'm like, because I don't need a Pro. Yeah. What do I need a Pro for? It's like, whatever. That's a whole different conversation. Let me get into this last email so we can get the hell out of here, Russ. Um, and it's, hello, my Xbox and me family. I hope every everybody is having a great week. First off, I would like to say, no, wait. Oh, my God, I've just copied and pasted the same email. Hmm, that's awkward. Fine, that'll be next week then, Russ. That will be next week's email. We've got a couple left in the bag. I've read the same email because I'm a donut. Mr. Moody was trying to get two shout-outs this week, apparently. Mm. Anyway, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. Russ, what you got to plug this week? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Follow you on Twitter, at RossM1984. Yes. Uh, it's just RossM84, actually, on Twitter. Oh, sorry. My That's all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll say head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. If you can support, please do. If you cannot, do not feel obliged. A share, a like, tell a friend to tell a friend. Anything like that helps just as much as supporting financially, honestly. I can't do it without financial support, don't get me wrong, but we're trying to grow the audience. Moody wants more people in there with Siege. Uh, I want more people listening. It's just, I want to keep growing this audience. So if you can be a part of it, or want to be a part of it, I know there's many of you that listen that are not a part of it. Join that Facebook group. Honestly, Moody's doing some amazing work over there, and I post in there. Everyone's in there. Just try and be a part of it. Um... Apart from that, uh, keep supporting, keep sending emails, myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. Ross, thank you very much for your time this week, sir. No, no problem. Glad to be here. Cool. Until next time, I will love you, leave you, and I will see you guys later. Bye. Hate you. <laughs> <laughs>